looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. And I'm Bobby Finger. And I went to a 9.50 p.m. <laughs> screening of Boss Baby last week, AMA. Remember that? Remember we used to say AMA? Ask me anything. They're still doing it. I saw on Twitter a promoted tweet that was like, Stephen King is doing an AMA on Reddit for Lissy's story. And I was like, this is a promoted tweet for like Peacock or whatever channel that show was on. I guess I mostly meant AMA. Like saying AMA in like casual convo, which I find kind of unacceptable, even though I just did it. You know, like AMA, Mm -hmm. right? You know, like uh, Mm -hmm. ask me anything. I guess it's more of like a tweet thing. I don't know that I've ever said that out loud. (laughs) I know I just did. Anyways, do you have any questions? <laughs> okay, so I do have a question. Yeah. What is it about? Okay. So in the second one, what is it about? Well, I just want to first I want to be clear that I did think that the 9:50 p.m. showing of Boss Baby at Regal Essex would have no babies Boss at Baby it. Boss Baby 2 Family Business. Boss okay. Baby 2 Family Business. I thought, "Oh, this would have no babies in it. Me and my friend Meredith can go and and we won't be bothering any babies." I was wrong, and I was wrong to doubt New York City. There were two children there. And at one point, um something happens in the movie and one of the children just said, "What the fuck?" So if you <laughs> thought I was the only like stoned individual there, and I'm not saying the baby was stoned, but I'm the saying we were both stoned. We were both on the the same like what the fuck wavelength the entire time is what I'm trying to say to you. Even the baby was like what the fuck. Maybe he was like five. So what or you're six. saying is you don't have an answer to my first question, oh. which is what happens in this movie. So <laughs> what is it about? Boss Baby Two Family Business is really about work life balance. Okay, sure, I got it. I'm following you. Keep going. And unlike Boss Baby One, Boss Baby Two involves another situation in which they have to become babies again and there's apps and there's Jeff Goldblum and there's like labor laws and there's like you know it's a little bit less coherent than the first one and the first one was not coherent I'll tell you that. Is it an indictment of capitalism or is an an embrace of capitalism? Oh it's an indictment okay. Well there's kind of a thing where like it's like a revolutionary thing is squashed like it's like babies rise up but then like boss baby squashes the revolution so in a way he's a capitalist but also in a way it's like the new boss baby who's played by Amy Sedaris is like she's a girl boss capitalist where she's like, oh, I must like 
also spend time with my family, but also not, you know, work hard and like move up the corporate ladder. And then Boss Baby's like, oh, I don't even like see the family because I'm like too busy at work. And they're like trying to negotiate that. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like shades of the intern. Okay. Oh my God. Ex- exactly. But the okay. best part in it is that Amy Sedaris plays a baby. She's also a boss baby. And she spends the entire movie just saying daddy a lot because she's like talking to her father, who is also turned into a baby. That's a whole other issue. But I made a super cut of Amy Sedaris saying daddy because it was like so disturbing. And I want to play it for you. Before you play it, I have a question. Was Amy Sedaris's character uh, an adult first who got turned into a baby or was Amy Sedaris's character always a baby? She was always a baby. That's that's a good role for her. That's good. Hi, daddy. You see, daddy? Daddy, daddy, come in. Can you hear me? Daddy, do you read me? Daddy, how many fingers am I holding up? Daddy, please stay focused. Oh, that's the spirit, daddy. What's with the face? Daddy? Daddy, no, please stop. Daddy? I call him right now. Daddy no. can't, never could. Sorry, I'm late. Daddy! Daddy, daddy. Daddy, Uncle Ted. Gooba, ba, gooba, go, gooba. Daddy, we have to pull the plug. Daddy, come in. Daddy, 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 daddy. For those of you who are new to this podcast, for some reason that I don't think I'll be able to explain, Boss Baby is part of the Who Weekly canon, despite not being Who We kind of at all. If anything, it's sort of like a big A-list kids movie. I mean, well, when the first one came out, it was a Who venture, but then it turned out to be extraordinarily successful. <laughs> you know? It's one of the children's franchise thems. So what you're saying is, so this is an indictment of capitalism. Boss Baby is to... Capitalism for this generation, what Fern Gully was to climate change for our generation? Maybe. Okay. Kind of. Environmentalism. So kids are going to see this and be like, yeah, like, I, I hate capitalism. Like, yeah. Like, is that sort of the idea? There maybe not, though, because it, it also kind of is like business makes you happy, mm. you oh. know? So they're going to watch Boss Baby 2 family business and say, what's going to happen to commercial real estate whenever they leave the theater? <laughs> What does a post-pandemic commercial real estate landscape look like, Mom? Is that what's going to happen after this movie? I'm looking at the cast because I was like, is there a who in this movie? But it's very A-listy. It's very them. No, it Alec is. It's Baldwin, James, James Marsden. Marsden Amy, Amy Sedaris is arguably... Uh, I, I don't know where to put her, honestly. Jeff Goldblum, Eva Longoria, them, them, Jimmy Kimmel, them, Lisa Kudrow, them. Like, oh, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, it's true. Who it's is Lisa. Ariana Greenblatt? She's the sis. She's the daughter who's not Amy Sedaris. Oh, I don't know. Oh, she's it's a, a little. Real, chi- it's a, she's it's a, a real child. child. Okay. <laughs> it's a small child. Never mind. She's a real child. This movie is all about children, and yet it's all adults speaking, which is other also really funny to me. Again, I really can't explain why we did that. You opened the show, I didn't. We talked about Boss Baby 2, not a Who-lebrity. Like, it's a weird place to be, but I guess that's the show sometimes. I mean, I just felt like I talked about the first one on this show. I had to talk about seeing the second one. Just felt like Mm -hmm. canon. You know, sometimes things are just canon. You know what else is canon? What's canon? Casa Zeta-Jones. And guess what? (laughs) She's expanding. She's a regular Boss Baby over here. Daddy, please stay focused. Oh, That's the spirit, Daddy. No, Michael, I'm a boss adult. Catherine Zeta-Jones showcases her athletic physique in gym gear and a comfortable tracksuit as she launches her own activewear brand. She must be doing well to be getting all of these extensions. That was sort of my main takeaway from this whole thing. It's that like, 
wow, ridiculous, another thing. But, like, I don't think you get to expand like that unless you're successful in your existing businesses. It right? is like, funny that's what you how disjointed her expansion, though, is. You know, it's like she went from, like, beds to, like, shoes and then it, coffee and now Pillows to shoes to beauty to coffee to activewear. Right. Like, because it just it was, felt it was, we're zigzagging. It was home goods. Yeah. Right. It was home goods. Then it was shoes. Yeah. Then it was beauty. Then it was coffee. I mean, and I'm now just we're saying, on active. She has a skincare line too. I, I, I don't know. I I'm no, you know, I'm no boss baby too. But I, she needs to be careful. She, she to not dilute her brand. You know. Too, I think that's a. I think a that's fair. On, you know. I really don't know what to make of any of this. Like, I think the coffee really, the coffee really just seems like a quick cash grab. Like, someone told her she could make a quick buck with the coffee. Like, she doesn't seem passionate about coffee. She seems quite passionate about this activewear line, though. Um, I will say it's hideous. She also got a profile (laughs) launch at the same time as her activewear. I mean, she's so, she somehow is very expert at grabbing the media to really go alongside these, like, little blips of launch, you know? It's like, what is this profile even from? The Sydney Morning Herald. Oh, like, for some reason, okay. it, it's like a full-on, real okay, profile Australia in the Sydney Morning Herald. Is, yeah, okay. She says, yeah. at this point in my life, I really enjoy having the time to work on my brand. And I'm hands-on. I would be making things anyway, she tells me. What would she be making? Like, at her house? Like, sewing a she pillow? She goes, I make curtains, cushions. I love to design. Oh. That's exactly what she would be making. She'd be making curtains and cushions. So she'd be like, sound of musicking. She'd be pulling the curtains off the wall and saying, Michael, oh, I hate these. I'm making them into curtains. And he'd say, whatever you want, Kath, which, by the way, is the big reveal in this profile. My friends call me Kath. Maybe I knew this. Maybe this is somewhere else, but I'd never seen this before. Her friends call her Kath. Ah. Uh. The profile ends with this quote, that's where I'm at now. I don't want to work with any dickheads. I just want to work with good people and do good work. Love to hear Saying it. dickheads is just kind of a shocking thing to I would hear love to hear Captain her say Zeta dickheads. You know, I've... <laughs> I don't want to work with any dickheads. Is the most... Can somebody leak us the audio of her saying dickheads, please? Who wrote this in the Sydney Morning Herald? That would be great. We do should we have any Australian contacts? I want the audio of her saying dickheads. Sonia, if you have the audio of Catherine Zeta-Jones saying, I don't want to work in- with any dickheads and you feel comfortable sharing let us know please (gasps) you put this in here it said matt bomer posted a thing on his instagram talking about some collection called bomer x benzo and i thought he started selling his own like personalized line of xanax but no it turns out (laughs) it's a sunglasses collection that he's doing with ashley benson for this brand privé revo i mean First of all, let's get back to that first idea you had. Matt Bomer selling benzos. <laughs> Matt <I'm> Bomer <laughs> peddling benzos. That sounds incredible. I know that Shark Tank's Shark Tank shares don't swivel, but if I were on Shark Tank, I'd make one that twisted around just for this specific. I'd be. It'd be uh, like product. you see that dead look in my eyes. I'm Matt Bomer, and I'm on benzos. <laughs> <laughs> what if you could have this dead look all the time? For those reasons, I'm in Matt Bomer. <laughs> Bomer X Benzo. No, unfortunately, this is a sunglass line for a brand that is like celebrity owned. It's very confusing. Also, the way that he wrote this caption is sort of baffling and weirdly robotic. Like, I don't know much about Matt Bomer's personal life. I don't know if he and Ashley Benson are old friends, but 
this really does make it seem like he had never met this woman until they were paid to be in an ad together because it said, find yourself a 4th of July friend who looks at you the way I look at, at Ashley Benson. Quizzically, is that how you look at Ashley Benson? Right. Thank you so much for supporting the Boomer X Benzo collection this past year. I loved seeing and hearing from all of you. Swipe to see some of my favorite styles and it's like, just the two of them. How are like, you looking at her? Like you don't quite remember her name and you're just trying to remember it? Like that you definitely met her once but you don't remember from where? Like how are you looking at her you know he's looking in the especially in the second photo is that the second photo yeah the second photo he's looking at her as though he's thinking that's the girl from pretty little liars right but he doesn't want to say that out loud yeah. that's how you look at ashley Benson, right for sure definitely matt bomer has always and will always remain a mystery to me in terms of like kind of everything going on there i look know? at him and i go white collar <laughs> but even when i go white collar i'm not 100% certain what See, that means. See, I look at him and I think Magic Mike. Like, that's what that's my reference. Oh. You know? Interesting. He is good yeah, in that's right. He's good in it. It's just like, to me, that's his standout role. Doesn't he play straight in Magic Mike 2, which is also kind of like weirdly yes. offensive to me? Like, Oh, it's offensive to you? Straight. It's offensive to you? You're playing a male stripper. Be a gay one. Come on. <gasps> I mean, maybe he wanted to Ugh. flex his acting muscles and his okay. actual muscles. <laughs> I feel like there is a 98% chance we have talked about this sunglasses brand we in the have. past. We definitely have. I Because I looked, I pulled it up and I was like, I recognize this. But I just want to read you the description and tell me that, tell me this is not the worst dinner party you would ever attend. Ready? Okay. Entrepreneur okay. David Schottenstein and visionaries. That's funny because you get it. They're selling glasses. Visionaries. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx, Hallie Steinfeld. Ashley Benson, Jeremy Piven, and David Osakov, and star stylist Rob Zangari and Marielle Han aim to shake up the eyewear market, and they've done just that. What kind of chain letter has gone out to the celebrities that involved this glasses line, and who responded? Apparently, Hallie Steinfeld, Jeremy Piven, Ashley Benson, and Jamie Foxx. And that guy, David Osakov, who we have talked about because he's like mm-hmm. a kind of a celebrity fixer party guy. If uh, this actually, this dinner party sounds kind of fun because it would be so awkward and I feel like no one would, re- like there'd be a lot of food and everyone would be sort of sitting awkwardly and I'd just like head back to the buffet, <laughs> you know, like they'd all have stuff to talk about and I'd be like, I'm going to go get more risotto, you know. <laughs> anyone need anything while I'm up? No, no, well, no one would be talking anything. about eyewear, <laughs> you know, trends in eyewear. I'd have a good time at this party. Yeah, I don't think that Matt Bomer and Ashley Benson are old friends. I think this is... A collaboration. Also, friendship? weirdly, Matt Bomer's not even on this list of owners or like investors or whatever. Is he just like doing this because? I think he's new. Very interesting. Very strange. Boomer X Benzo. Is that what people call Ashley Benson? Benzo? Maybe. That's weird. Maybe. That's actually kind of fun. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I love that they call her Benzo. It's kind of a and British only... nickname. Maybe she got it from an ex. No offense, Matt Bomer and Ashley Benson are not wearing $40 sunglasses. I just like, this is a thing that always drives me crazy with right. really rich celebrities promoting Well, it's like I'm not fashion. even wearing $40 sunglasses. Sorry. You know? Like, glasses are expensive. Even like... I'm not because I have to get fucking prescription ones. Well, that's why. That's why. 
I can't get $40 prescription sunglasses, but like these celebrities, it's like whenever I see a thing and Us Weekly loves doing this where it's like find the $12 like hydrating facial mask that Jennifer Aniston like swears by. And it's like it. there's no she's fucking way Jennifer Aniston is using $15 moisturizers. Well, the other they're thing not. too is like in terms of like sunglasses price points, I have to say they're either $5 on the street or they're like over $100. The middle section of that is just really cheap sunglasses that are priced too high you know yeah these glasses should be five dollars you know right like these are these are times square sunglasses and i i love times square sunglasses like if i ever i'm jealous of if i ever get back into wearing contacts i'm gonna own like a truckload of those types of sunglasses but oh my god in terms of the idea of a sunglass that is a 40 dollar price point sunglass sold by ashley benson i just don't see the point of that (laughs) If I ever wear contacts again, which I probably won't, right. I will never pay more than $5 for a pair of sunglasses because I've spent too much of my life now you are realizing trapped. the sunglass scam. Yeah. Oh, I hate true. it. No, you have those nice clip-ons it. now. You love them. Well, now I got, well, finally I got them with clip-ons. That's a brand new, this is a, this is like a two-week okay, moment. well, sometimes it takes a lifetime to discover a, uh... a moment like this. Oh, I can't believe it's happening to me. Moving on, though, this made me gasp when yeah, you sent me this I last knew night. it would. I literally I knew it would. gasped I knew when it you would. sent me the link. Anne Hathaway's ex gave an interview to the Daily Mail. Uh, and if you're asking which one, you clearly haven't been paying attention to celebrity news long enough because it's clearly the one that went to jail for fraud. Come Raffaella on. Raffaella I think they were fianced at one point. On fianced. Oh, yeah. They were on fianced for sure. For sure. But, um... So if you'll notice, last week we talked about um, that one couple, Hannah Jaffs, like vaguely royal ex, uh, who gave the really long interview to the Daily Mail and like explained his side of the story. I feel like you're not giving a lengthy interview to the Daily Mail unless you're in a bad place, unless you're like in a bad way. Because number one, they're villains. But also what's the kind of... um, Like that had like a timeliness to it, right? Like the events were happening now or whatever mm-hmm. this what's the peg here what's the peg here did somebody just like get in touch with him did he get in touch with them i'm ready to speak is he trying to but he wasn't really promoting anything but himself there was no mention of anything specific to promote Mm-mm. aside from like the fact that he lives like he lives a good lifestyle again like he's back i'm back for, you know whatever it's fine i did my time i'm back but like this felt very much like somebody knew him and he that's and he, yeah. I don't, I just, I'm, it's very confusing. So the headline is, quote, I don't blame Anne for ditching me overnight. Anne Hathaway was inseparable from Italian property dealer Raffaello Folieri. Then he was arrested for fraud and she dropped him like a hot brick. Here he tells the story of passion. <laughs> she never talked to him again. That's the whole thing. Yeah. It's like whenever he got arrested, she yeah. pulled the ripcord and yeah. just like, exited never spoke to this yeah. man again she literally you're right she literally jumped out of the plane there was yeah. no there was n- literally no looking back i mean he's saying i don't blame her i don't blame her i don't blame her but then well, it's he's funny, also remarried later on he says my new my wife now she stuck by me v- from all of this wait let me read some of this i didn't paste any in because it was like it was almost it's everything long. was too but good yeah, he has like a new his his wife like constantina or something let's see a new york woman it was, he says, 
a fiery relationship with passionate flare-ups, passionate makeups, and many gifts, including stunning sapphire and diamond earrings, an emerald and pearl Cartier necklace, and a topaz diamond cuff bracelet. Hathaway, in turn, gave him a cute plastic sculpted green frog, the sort that in fairy tales turns into a handsome prince when kissed by a princess. Quote, I was 25 years old when we met in 2004. We had a lot of happy, happy times. I thought nothing was the limit for me, says Folieri today in this exclusive interview. And it just sounds like the most, like, cheesy luxury bullshit, you know, ever. I find it – I think that your your guess is totally what happened. Like, someone at the Daily Mail knew someone who knew him and was like, do you think he talked to us? Because there is no peg. And he's like, yeah, I guess I haven't, like, told my side of the story. Like, I'm better now. Like, there's no other explanation for it. There's a good reason why she never talked to him again. But I also am kind of like, LOL, this guy, like, he was shady – he bought you a lot of shit. There, you must have suspected something was weird. And then when he got arrested for what you maybe should have expected would have happened for fraud in some way, went to jail, you were like, bye. Like, bye bye. Yeah. She was 21 when they met. Yeah. Also, yeah. like, I feel like you're kind of willing to put your blinders on. You're willing to put on your That's like $5 Times Square sunglasses and just be like, I don't see any of this. He's That's buying funny. nice stuff. And Did you ever cute. know what he w- scammed about? Because it's kind of interesting. I just assumed tax fraud. So it was called the Vatican. Like that's what they called it, the Vatican. Yeah. Foliari lied about his links to the Vatican. He claimed that top church officials had authorized him to represent the Catholic Church in the U.S. while buying churches uh. and monasteries. That's really that's really dark. He basically was like so scamming money from investors that was he said was going to the Vatican Church and then spending it on sapphires for Anne Hathaway. There's something <laughs> a little iconic about that. <laughs> just a little, just a little, just a little. You're right. And and, and uh, you, you would think that maybe this happens more to people. You meet somebody, you fall in love, and then it mm. turns out uh, maybe that person wasn't all that great. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any, did you have any hints that there was a, a, tr- a problem? You know what? I don't want to go into the specifics, but I will say um, that you do have to give me credit because as far as relationships crashing and burning goes, mm. come on. I did pretty great. It was, you know? it was, it was I mean, actually, yeah, it was. You know. That's right. I mean, scorch that. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I kind of, I'm an all or nothing sort of girl. Go you big know? or go and home. Thank you. So, and yeah. you're right. And it was different from what we're accustomed to hearing. You know, mm. it's this was pretty unusual. Uh, that's definitely one of the words that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and is this a person? Is he in jail now? Mm. Wow. And, and, <laughs> And, and will he be in Do jail for a while? Shoe size too. <laughs> I don't think I remember. <laughs> will it? Will he be in jail for a while? You know what? I really don't know anything the specifics about that. Um... Moving on, we got a couple of pregnancies because you know what? We're still in a pandemic. People do be getting pregnant in mass. Um, the first one, Danny Lee, is pregnant. The singer, you know, Danny Lee. We've talked about Danny I Lee before. I kind of don't remember Danny Lee, but sure. I know that she Danny that Lee's, song. I know Danny Lee dated the baby. That's kind of the most I know about the baby. But also, like, what's funny is that Danny Lee's like other big song, solo song, not counting the one that she had with the baby. Was it called like Lil Bebe? What? Lil what? Baby. Really? B e b e. Like it's Bebe. Night. One night. We need more than one night. Yeah. It's all mine when I see you on site. Yeah. Oh, girl, you miss your flight, yeah. So excited, so excited, yeah. Been waiting. 
Bere is like following her around. Anyway, she's pregnant, and people think that the baby is the father, even though she hasn't confirmed it, and they eventually, they recently split. They've split and broke up in the past. I mean, they've broken up and gotten back together in right. the past, so like, who knows? They're like off and on is what you're saying, but people are like, is this is this da baby's da baby? You know, they're like, well, who's the baby's, who's da baby's daddy? Well, the best version of this was on that really good Instagram, The Neighborhood Talk, yeah. um, which is just a funny like pop culture news Instagram, and their hashtag was da alleged da Da alleged baby daddy. Stop. That's funny. Da really alleged. <laughs> da but alleged. People are saying that he confirmed that he is da baby daddy by liking the post that Come Danny Lee posted. On. But how many people like Danny Lee's, Lee's post? Over 1 million. 1 million, 19,000. Sure, but his He's like one means of 1 more than like a randoms. I am yelling at this boss up headline, which is like almost feels <laughs> illegal for me to be reading, but I will read it. Sometimes they go too far. <laughs> Gut full of da baby. Danny Lee confirms rumors she's toting a little bun in the oven. Gut full of da baby. Gut full of da baby. It's like it's like obscene. Obscene. It's like pregnancy, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful miracle. Like the most beautiful miracle of nature. We love pregnancy. Boss up thinks two minutes. How about gut full of da baby? <laughs> Let's call it a gut. <laughs> it's so gross. Uh, it really is absolutely disgusting. Um, yeah. I love this headline construction, which was on some like, what was this website? It truly, actually, it doesn't matter. Um, but fans think DaBaby confirmed rumors that he's Danny Lee's baby father, which is just the most <laughs> baffling construction. But I always really like fans think, yeah, because it's a great it's it's a great way of like saying no, it's blind rumors, nothing, right. nothing rumors blind. Say, you can just, just like, say whatever you want by right. saying uh, Twitter users suspect, where it's like Twitter users have suspected literally everything that is capable of being possible. Suspected. So like, like it's basically like here's a possible lie, here's a ninety nine percent lie, you know, that I'm ready to share with you. Fans think, and the reason they think is because the baby liked the Instagram. But then I went to the Instagram as I said on the neighborhood talk, and it says the most acknowledgement we're gonna get from the alleged baby daddy. God, that's hard to say. And that post, which highlights the fact that the baby liked I am Danny Lee's post was liked by Christina Milian, which I just personally loved because it really does show that Christina Milian is everywhere in 2021. She's I, on Netflix. I, I she's at the beignet she's, box. She's on Twitter. I, I think once you see her, you see her everywhere. I think it's one of those things. I'm not sure she's actually everywhere. I just think once you see her, she's everywhere, you know? Did Christina Milian do any political activism this year? It does, I Just remind me if there was something obvious. I don't think so. I don't think Maybe so. Maybe she Why? did a little bit. From the beignet box to the ballot box would have been a great like slogan for something, some yeah. sort of initiative, right? Beignets from to the, the beignet box to the ballot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she yeah. could have done something Sp- next year. Speaking next time. of pregnancy, mm, next time, next time, twenty twenty two. Don't forget the midterms. Mm. That's what Christina Milian's thing will I be. I haven't. Yeah. Don't forget the midterms. She's running. <laughs> she's. She's running to get more powdered sugar is what she's doing. She's running to get more powdered sugar? Yes. Okay, I was trying to figure out what to say. Okay, I was, yeah. like, I was thinking like oil. Yeah. She's running to get more canola oil. Okay, yeah, that's no. fine. Ashley I is also pregnant. So we have two major pregnancies this week. One of them, Danny Lee. We don't know who Da Baby Daddy is. 
but because we do know who Da Baby Daddy is. Ashley I, former guest of Who Weekly. I, she, it's me and she's canon. <laughs> I mean, we've had a few. A few. We've had more than two. Yeah, we've had a few. We've had like four. Anyways, yeah. she continues to be the apple of Us Weekly's eye. I think there's like some, oh, that's a pun. There's some like mix of the fact that her and Jared, who's also from The Bachelor, got ended up getting together. They're kind of this weird like emblematic bachelor couple you know because even outside Mm -hmm. of the whole game of it all which again we know minimal things when they got together it was such a like perfect branding opportunity for the both of them i almost feel like he just kind of relented where he's like you know what fine like we'll basically have we'll basically be set for the rest of our lives like if you know with our powers combined she's a promoting machine i think he uh has learned a lot from her essentially well, they are promoting like machine power couple. They do everything right. together now. Right. And I kind of think that's what you have to do whenever you're in the Bachelor universe. Like whenever you get a deal, you get the deal for the couple. But I just mean that's like they have double the marketing power at, at mm-hmm. this point, kind of. Like they're just they're they're truly like an astounding thing to watch. Anyways, what she announced she was pregnant, but it, what was kind of iconic about it <laughs> and a little different than kind of the norm. I've never seen this. Was that the reason? I've never seen this. The reason she announced she was pregnant, I guess she announced it a little bit earlier than she wanted to, was because she had gotten so sick and she felt so ill that she was worried that she couldn't do her job and people would notice because her job is posting on Instagram. So if (laughs) if she wasn't posting or if she posted and she looked like shit because she was ill from being pregnant, the fans would know something was up. Which is like never in my life have I seen that. I was like, that is the rarest. Well, first of all, I should just read. I'm gonna scroll down and read to you the quote. That is why the Virginia native isn't keeping <laughs> her pregnancy under wraps any longer. She added, explaining, "quote So much of my job is posting about my life on Instagram, and I haven't done anything but sit on the couch literally day after day. Thank God for me rewatching Grey's Anatomy. It gets me through. I've been so sick that like I can't do anything. Well, they put in I can't post." <laughs> I can't post. They put post in brackets. They're like, she means post. I can't do anything. So I have nothing to show people. So it's like, I just have to tell people why. That's an unbelievable reason to be like, we have to tell people we're pregnant or else I can't post. But Lindsay, it's a one-two punch of unbelievable things. The first unbelievable thing is that she announced her pregnancy earlier than expected because she was too sick to post, to brackets post. The second unbelievable thing is that she announced the pregnancy on Amazon Live. No. Not Instagram Live, not no. TikTok Live, not YouTube Live, on Amazon Live. God, not on Meerkat. Just, Remember Meerkat? You might as well just throw your exclusive down the toilet. Like, I'm sorry. Did Amazon give them an extra, like, five grand to do it on Amazon Live? That is so probably bad. More, probably more. And we are live. Okay, we are live. So and we have a big announcement. We do have a big announcement. We've been talking about it on Instagram today. <laughs> We've been teasing it. Because that's what we do. Um... <laughs> And it means a lot to us, and I'm sure you guys are guessing what it is right now, and you've probably guessed correctly. Because I'm pregnant! Ashley's pregnant. (laughs) Yay! Yay! (laughs) You don't want to kiss me? Jared hasn't kissed me in a little while because I can't stop throwing up. She's been thrown up a lot, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So we haven't (laughs) kissed each other a lot. But I I didn't realize that Amazon Live's whole like this live infrastructure on amazon it's qvc shit that's what it is it's qvc shit but it's actually a little clever like amazon is the devil and (laughs) this is fucked up yeah let's like 
get back into it, bring Amy Sedaris, boss baby, in. We can I was have a discussion. Say, Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. He's going to space today. I bet he blows up. Every time we talk about every time we talk about problematic capitalism, I'm gonna put Amy Sedaris going, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit, Daddy. Are you going to watch the big space launch today? Uh, I just watched a fucking space launch, and you know what? Well, now there's another one. Freaking, what's his face? Who, Richard Branson, I didn't know. He just went to space and came back down. I didn't know he was going to space and coming back down. If you go to space- It's too you, expensive to stay up there the whole time. Expensive. These men own all of- They're billionaires. They're quadrillionaires. It's too expensive, my ass. I'm just saying, like, the, the guy went to space- and floated around, then came back down. I'm not impressed by that. Everyone's like, oh, well, this is so impressive. Like, they're going to space, like, just like astronauts. Like, no, astronauts, like, went to the fucking moon. Call me when you're at the moon. <laughs> I was so angry when I found that out. And I was like, I, I saw him do an interview, and I was like, I thought he was still in space. And then he was like, no, he came back down. I was like, what the fuck? He, he came back down in two seconds. But also the thing about space that I, I saw a really space? funny, like, astronaut, a really good astronaut thread that was like, people keep talking about, like, oh, these billionaires are just going to wreck the world and then leave it and then go to space whenever the world is on fire. But here's why that'll never happen. It was sort of, like, done in jest. But, like, being in space is miserable. And... Space is absolutely not fun. So it's right. truly the sort of thing that you want to like pop in, pop out because like being there sucks. You can't sleep. You got to pee in a bag. Like eating sucks. Talking to people sucks. Well, I like, know, being up there is expensive. I know and crazy. that. That's why I'm not going to space. But I just was like, I thought our standards for quote going to space were not just flying into space and then coming back down. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like that is not it. I thought he was going to do like an orbit. They literally peep in they go just high enough to say they're in space and then they go back right down. so is now uh, bezos he's also just doing the same thing where he's he, going up today. he goes up he floats then he comes back down yeah he's going up and he's I coming back down he's this. not staying i absolutely hate this whatever okay that's all it is so freaking anyway so how well, we get here? one of the things okay how we got here is one of the ways that jeff bezos was able to have the money for his quip quick like pop in pop out of space is because he started this thing called Amazon Live, which sure. I have never explored I love that you're before, giving it all to but, Amazon Live as like to why he's like, this is the most but, successful piece of Amazon's they, puzzle. They call it, it's part of the Amazon Influencer Program. And I've never looked at it. It's honestly very smart, but it's yeah, well, this very, is why very low budget. There are all these A-listers doing like, you know, like Brad Pitt's top 10 favorite hiking boots or whatever. It's like... Amazon but it's is not just, A-listers. Amazon is just, no, they're not doing Amazon Live, but the the lists were like a lot of A-listers. Oh, yeah. We noticed this. The People Amazon like, Live. Why is Reese Witherspoon doing an Amazon thing? It's like, because the, ch the, the check is blank, baby. Like, what do you expect, you know? <laughs> and the check always clears yeah. if Jeff Bezos signs right. it, okay? Exactly. Okay. But in if you go to the Amazon Live section, you will see a very significant and immediate downgrade in the level of celebrity. Right, because it's I don't think who's. I think while Reese Witherspoon is happy to send a list of her favorite uh, and an approved photo is, and a folder of approved right, folders, I'm in a sure Dropbox. she's happy to like <laughs> let an assistant like write that for her and send it. There is no way that woman is getting on camera to do a live right. QVC esque type shilling of Amazon product. You know, these people are all on their like you know, MacBook cameras and their ring lights. And they're saying, here are some great things that I bought on Amazon recently. And sometimes they're live and sometimes they're just like published. But mm -hmm. some people have like quite a significant presence on here. Ashley I and Jared Hyben. Clearly they get a really high percentage of, I mean, clearly what it is is they get a percentage that is. But some of them are people I've literally never heard of. Some of them are reality stars. Some of them are 
social influencers like TikTok influencers. Hannah Ann Sloss, who I know we've talked about. She's Bachelor. Yeah. Uh, Ashley Hannah I, Sloss Jared, Whitney it. Ports the Hills. Uh, Paige DeSorbo is Summer House. That's Portia funny. Williams is on it. She right. did one video. Jessica Alba did a video. Jessica Alba did a video. Oh, interesting. Amy's song makes sense. That like style fashion influencer who has like. And also on Amazon, which I, y'all can tell I love my Amazon family. We have Pampered by Portia Sheets available now on Amazon. Yes, honey. Right. Brooke Burke is doing so much. She's doing workout videos, but it's like all in, I think, equipment that you can buy on Amazon. Like, Of course it is. Why it's, would it? Of course it has to be. Like every time a new streaming service launches or something, like they're all the same, you know, like this actually does feel so unique. And I mean, in like a dystopian, really I'm not upsetting sure that it way. does feel unique to me. It's like literally QVC. Like that's what they're just, you know, it's just, it, it reminds me of, it's also reminds me of, remember Facebook shopping? That was a big thing where people were having like to promote their stuff. They do live Facebook shopping shows. I guess it's just like QVC, but all who's. That's kind of weird. Compared to QVC, in which the celebrity has a product that they're selling that they probably get a really big percentage of because it has, has their name on it, these people are not getting enough money for this because they're selling like mm-hmm. Amazon crap. They're not even selling their own shit. And then I clicked Whitney Port's At Home Essentials, and there was a part where she explained why she bought a coffee table book called The Architecture of Trees. And like Whitney Port explaining books is like how books work is one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. Listen to this. Trees and just the life that trees give us. And I personally, I found this book on Amazon, thought it was such a beautiful book and the colors are calming and they'll go with any living room. And I just think it's such an interesting thing to flip through. Like you actually want to learn about the different kinds of trees and like see the sketches. And I just... Like, I just think it's so interesting. I don't know. Maybe it's just me with trees, but I just love greenery. And I think that, I don't know, Sunny's always drawn towards them. Um, this reminds me of my father-in-law who thinks that trees are always are prettier without the leaves. Shout out to my father-in-law, Doug Rosenman. But anyways, I love this this book. It's beautiful. I love the, the hunter green with the black and white sketching and then the the green spine. I think it's just a really pretty touch for your living room. She says, it's a great book because it has a pretty green spine and it would look good in any living well, room. Well, that's what I'm like <laughs> laughing about because it's like, first of all, it's funny to find yourself. It's funny to be like, I don't know if anyone else gets this because I'm I'm so weird, but like, I love trees. I love trees. It's like, babe, like that is baseline personality. You know, like that's like, that's like, I'm, not, I'm pretty sure most people I really like love music. trees, you know, like how, who doesn't like mm-hmm. trees? I guess if you're allergic, you might be like, I don't like that tree, yeah. you know, but in general, most people are like pretty appreciative, pretty appreciative of trees. Yeah, I guess buying a book that matches the decor of your living room is not the most crazy thing I've ever heard of, but it is weird to sell it as that, you know, mm-hmm. it's a book about trees, but more importantly, it it has a it has an aesthetic that would look nice in your living room. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. Of, kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. 
They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports, and in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me, they're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes. And that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of CBD, a little bit of CB distillery, that's getting me goes a long that's way. getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love CB distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some That's are for true. relaxation. But like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. And I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over two million customers and a solid 100% money back guarantee CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code who, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com code who cbdistillery.com But speaking of Portia Williams, Lindsay mm. Phelan's back. Not Phelan. Yes. Phelan is back and Phelan is Better than ever. So if you'll remember... Phelan's the lady that Portia stole her husband. Is that who we're talking about? Portia stole Phelan's husband. I mean, all of this is in air quotes because everyone is claiming different things. Okay, some but are saying come that, on. On face like, value, she stole her husband. Like, sorry. On face value, Phelan Gwabadia stole Portia Like, Williams's I like Portia husband. too, but I'm just... I'm just reading the Sorry, timeline. Sorry, Portia stole Phelan's. Right. Portia Williams stole Phelan's. Like, we love Portia. Simon. She's a standout. She's a star. But I'm just looking at the time. And the reason why she's a star is for reasons like this, you know? <laughs> yes. So now Phelan has a new boyfriend. And it's Thank this guy, God. not a super famous person. Um, his name is Jalen Banks. And apparently they've been friends for a really long time. And for many months, mm. people have been saying, Phelan has a boyfriend. Phelan has a boyfriend. I know everyone's mad that Portia Williams allegedly oh. stole Simon Gobadia, But Phelan is also dating someone. So let's not make out Wait, her out I'm to sorry. be like this sad sack They're victim. They're calling her boyfriend assistant slash best friend turned lover? No. She's calling him that. Like this is straight from 
No, but I know it's her mouth. Phelan was Simon, who's engaged to Portia, previously provided Mm -hmm. proof that Phelan was faithful, courtesy of CCTV footage of Phelan's assistant slash best friend, Jalen Banks, sneaking into Mm -hmm. his marital home. So they're calling Mm -hmm. him, they're calling this guy that she's now dating assistant slash best friend at some point, which is kind of like, did he work for her? No, he does. And he's her best friend. Like, she has been open about this. But Simon is like, Simon is talking to anyone who'll listen. And he's like, look, don't make me and Portia out to be villains here because it takes two to tango and Phelan is a cheater. She was, he basically accused her of cheating and she's always denied this. But basically, it's like much messier than the even the original. I'm sorry, but notice who's talking here. It's him, not Portia. Portia's like, I'm selling like, you know, toothpaste on Amazon Live. Like, I'm not part of this narrative. Like, I may be with this man, but, like, I'm not answering these questions, nor am I, like, engaging in this. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then people are saying that, oh, Phelan is dating this guy, Jalen, and she says, she writes this on Instagram and just said that they were friends. Mm. Y'all need to chill. Jalen has always posted me, as in, like, posted images of her. Y'all just didn't know about it because you didn't know who he was, which I love. No one writes my narrative but me, which is such a, like, you know, you've been on, goes on Real Housewives once and you start talking like this. No one writes my narrative but me. So know this now. Jalen is my best friend. He will continue to be so and I will continue to live my life as I please. Then this week, Jalen posts a photo of the two of them and he goes, so I find it real funny how these comments are bashing us because we've been hanging out as friends like we've been doing for the past two years, but it's fine for a married man to be engaged while married. Mm. So it's like I mean honestly this might have been They're saying it just, but they're not saying it. This this like gossip thing just might have been leaked by what's his face to pull Simon? Pu- yeah, to pull pressure off of his situation because they're getting terrible press. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jalen's hot. Sorry. Yeah, Jalen's hot. <laughs> and he posted a photo of the two of them and he wrote a man is truly a man when he earns the respect of a good woman and keeps her trust. Again, he's skirting the line between saying like this is my bestie, and this is the woman I'm fucking and will be fucking for I mean, the rest it, of my life. It's kind of irrelevant whether they're fucking, because, like, they're not the issue here. The issue is that, like, you know, the issue yeah. is the issue. Well, and also the issue is, the other issue is good television. So the thing that I think is notable here is that they're leaving just enough out of this narrative for the blanks to be filled in on Bravo. You know, like... I know. Whenever the, the show part. comes back to air, they're going to put all these missing. Like these they're the putting all part. the pieces and they're putting all the pieces on the board, but they're not putting them in line yet. You know, yeah. like I, I still I see this as very, very manipulative for the sake of reality TV intrigue. Right. Like this isn't just like I they're mean, leaving stuff out. It seems deliberate. I mean, I don't know. I, it's it seems like it's really happening, though. Like it's all, you know, mm-hmm. real. But, you know, the details are either unclear or purposefully vague because they're going to be on the show. It's just funny to me. It's like this drama that's happening off TV is more interesting than what's currently airing on Housewives of New York or like Housewives of Beverly Hills. Right. Moving on. Want to talk about two boring relationships really quickly? I'm skipping those two. I'm going right to Irina Sheik. Why is Irina Sheik allegedly mad? She's allegedly mad because there have been reports that she broke up with Kanye it was reported that she broke up with Kanye because it got like too crazy. Cause I think that's the, mm-hmm. that's the narrative with him. It's like, got too intense, got too crazy or whatever. And then she literally got mad and put out her own like press and like leaks and sources to basically say, Oh, actually 
Irina and Connie are still together and how dare you say that they broke up. It's very fun. It's very, very funny. Like originally Us Weekly and Page Six had these reports that uh, Connie and Irina weren't speaking as much. She wants to remain friends and keep communication open, but she's pulling back a bit. Irina does like Kanye, but isn't ready for so many public appearances together or something. Okay. Then people, the more like reputable source comes out and says, Irina is so upset about the lies about her and Kanye. A source says that the adding that the model was so was moved to take legal action to set the record state. I'm sorry, you're gonna sue a a tabloid that report sources saying that you are taking a break from a guy that you're maybe dating? Like what kind of weird that's so weird to me. I mean all of the language here is funny. They are very much still dating the insider ads. The insider ads, and then it says, "quote Kanye is doing well. He had a great trip to France with Irina. They will date long distance. Kanye will continue to be LA based. He has no plans to move to NYC." And it's like, who are these people? This does sound like Irina's lawyer. <laughs> like it sounds like a lawyer. Of the rumors that they're quote cooling off, she turned down his invitation to Paris. The source explains that's just not true. Kanye went to Paris for the Balenciaga show to support Demna. He was in and out, only there for three hours. <laughs> what? Like, the specifics on that, you know? I know, it's coming straight from Irina. She seems a little, she's crazy. She's intense. Maybe they are perfect for each other. This is great. To threaten, they both seem to, threaten really to sue over rumors published that you and your maybe boyfriend took a maybe break because he was intense. <laughs> like, and you're like, absolutely not. <laughs> You will things. be hearing from my lawyers. And I think they heard from her lawyers. I think they did. And then the page six lawyers, lawyers were like, get out of my life. Like, I shut know. up. They were what like, do you think you're doing? What are you going to sue us Look over? Look at our business. Like, you're going to sue us over this? Do you know what this? our business is? Do you know who owns us? I mean, I just am like. <laughs> you're going to sue us? It's just so funny, like, this clap back of, like, that we are still dating versus mm-hmm. just just show up in public together and people will say that you're still dating. Weird. Weird. Mm-hmm. Weird. Mm-hmm. You know what else is weird? The Shailene uh, Woodley profile in the, in the Hollywood, Hollywood Reporter. Reporter for her new movie, like The Last Love her new Letter Netflix or something. Movie? Yeah, it's like love. Her new love Netflix letter. movie. What was the big? The last letter from your love. The big reveal of this profile was that she and Aaron Rodgers had been dating longer than we thought, or engaged longer than we thought. Like there I don't were even two know. Two big reveals. Yeah. The two big reveals were that she. Well, three. The first was that they were introduced by mutual friends who are musicians, and they don't say who those people are. And I was like, who were their mutual friends who are musicians? Sure, even though we thought it was exactly. Jodie Foster. Yeah. Exactly. We thought it was Jodie Foster. Then the second reveal was that they were engaged for a really long time and made an agreement to not tell anyone. So whenever we found out that they were engaged, when Aaron went on the on TV and was like, oh, I want to thank Jodie Foster and my fiance, or whatever right, the right, hell right, he right, said, right, right. that was well after they actually got engaged. Okay. Um, and then the third thing is that Shailene Woodley has like some, she talks about a vague sickness and then like doesn't elaborate. So she says that she's sick and that's one of the reasons she hasn't been acting much because she's like vaguely sick in a way that sort of like was very debilitating to her, but she doesn't really provide any details, at least any that are published. And so it's like the reason that like my career has been weird and that I didn't take certain roles was because I have this weird sickness. Interesting. Um, But also that helps explain like, 
I love Aaron so much. He's so kind, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I thought yeah, this yeah, line was yeah. also really funny where it says, she helped Rogers prepare to host Jeopardy, which he did in April, and they, share, and they shared caring for their dog. Woodley, who had never seen a football game before dating Rogers. What? Shanley Woodley had never seen a football game. Oh, sorry. I thought the dog was named Woodley. So I, I had oh. a I thought I told, I, I heard you say they shared caring for their dog, Woodley, and I was like, she Woodley, named her fucking Woodley, dog Woodley. Woodley, want to go to a football game? Okay. Woodley, want to go to a football so game? So Shailene, who they're calling Woodley here, had never seen a football game. She'd never been to a football that's game. That's iconic. And also, I respect note that. the language here. Excuse me. Note the note the language here. It doesn't say who had never been to a football game. I can understand never going to see sure, football live. Sure, of course live not. Here. I've been like, like once or twice. As a specifically American person living in the United States of America in the 21st century, to have not even seen a football game is shocking to me. Like, people watch the Super Bowl to see Beyonce. You, like, get a glimpse of a football game. You know, like, I've seen a football game. Doesn't mean I like football. She'd never seen a football game. Isn't that shocking? I mean, I just wonder, that really raises the question, though, like, did she even know who he was until he until she met him? And the answer probably, probably is no. Probably The right. answer is like, there's no, just no. There's no access to like, unless you like pay attention to football, then you're not going to really, I mean, I guess he had profile dating situations and maybe like saw him at a party or maybe, maybe, but if she wasn't acting and if she wasn't promoting, then maybe not. You know what I think also? What do you think? Because it says that this, this line also says that she had, was really surprised when that like Disney video went viral. Um, she doesn't elaborate, but she said it was surprising. You know what I think? What? I bet Shailene Woodley is actually the type of person who doesn't Google people. Well, I think she, I mean, via the brush your teeth with clay, remember that whole thing? That She does a Google thing. I think she's like a kind of a, in her ideal world, she's off the grid. You know, in her ideal yeah. world, she's like, you know, very much not a part of like society. We go to Shailene's house for dinner and like if we pull out our phones to check a text, she goes, she'll say things sort of like passive aggressively like, Oh, I, Bobby, I thought this was a phone's down dinner. You think your phone is getting past the front door? Shailene Woodley has a basket <laughs> for your phone and you'll be putting it in there. She has all those decommissioned bags they had for concerts before COVID where you put, right, they locked right, your phone right. up. She got some of right. those on sale. Uh, you seem very upbeat and positive. Is that true? Is that's the, yeah. that's the, I'm going to say vibe, but that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm getting is that you're a very upbeat person. I am. I love life. I'm a life lover. That's good. Do you wake up? Do you wake up every day? And because I'm a, I wake up every day and go like, I hate it all. <laughs> I'm like the Grinch. I'm like, I'll get those Whoville people. I wake up every day and I sing a song or like a little phrase of a song. You know that song? Good morning, good morning. Yeah. Every morning. And then sometimes I'll follow it up and I'll say like, exciting day, exciting day. Oh wow, that would not go over in my house. But if there's, <laughs> if there's friends over, I don't do it because I know it's a little bit intense for them. I want to talk about two parties that made me laugh, right? One is the 2021 Amphar Can Gala. <laughs> Gone, can, can. 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 Um, I'm always confused as to like what's going on at Can. You know, it's like I know they watch movies. This is a charity gala. And then there's advertising. There's advertising as well. For some reason, all the photos I saw at Can were of Jessica Chastain, even though she's not even there doing anything. I mean, she's like She literally wasn't promoting a movie. Right. So like just absolute legend. But I'm cracking up because <laughs> everywhere I turn, there's pictures of Jessica Chastain at Can. And I'm like, I don't know what you're doing there. Aside she's from a being genius. beautiful. But she just she, she got all of the photos. She was the star of Cannes. She didn't even. She wasn't even promoting that t Tammy Faye Baker movie. She was just there. Was I, she I a was judge? Like, was she a? Was she a? No, she was just there. Was she? She must have been sponsored too. Like she must have been with a brand then. Um, maybe like Harry Winston I mean, or something. Like I don't know. Maybe irrelevant. like Prada. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But there was a really good. Um, 
there was like wasn't it hot i i was at your apartment reading this story to you and we laughed out loud at this remember when it was like this is from Variety. I love this line. Yeah. Chastain, who doesn't have a movie in can, yeah. but came along for the ride, yeah. played master of ceremonies for the presentation, joking that she was the unofficial, quote, godmother of the Chopard Trophée, which is given to both male and female representatives every you, year. I'm telling you, the girl had nothing. I, I think that... The, she had nothing to I do. think she called Mr. Can and said, I'm coming for no reason. Give me something to do. And they were like, Mons- a master Monsieur of Can. <laughs> she called Monsieur, Monsieur Can. I just was cracking up at like, like all the photos. I'm not exaggerating of Jessica Chastain in various dresses and I'm just That's like she's a genius she <laughs> who else was there because the French dispatch idiots didn't show up until like day seven well Jessica I'm also, got there like five days the in advance she got all the photos that are the list of people that are in attendance or at least mentioned as an in attendance for this can gala makes me think there's some sort of lack of star power happening at can because we have ready Bella Thorne mm. And fiance, Benjamin Mascolo, makes sense. He's Italian, you know. Mm-hmm. It, they're already in Europe, I'm sure. Cat mm-hmm. Graham, Dylan Penn, Orlando Bloom, Stella Maxwell, Jordan Barrett, Kareen Reutfeld, MJ Rodriguez, and Sharon Stone, as well as Rachel Brosnahan and her husband, Jason Ralph, Ivy and Isabel Getty, Lina Corey, and Ellen Von Unworth. Some of those, I knew sure. 75% of those people. Some of those, fine. Some of those, sure. But we're naming Stella Maxwell, a.k.a. the model <laughs> who's Kristen Stewart's ex. We're naming a Jordan Barrett. I don't know who that is. Sorry. We're naming Dylan Penn. Is, is that Sean Penn's son or daughter? Who's Dylan Penn? Daughter. Daughter. Okay. Daughter. Kat Graham. Just Bella Thorne and naming her fiance. Orlando Bloom. No Katy Perry. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get Sharon Stone, but, but like Br- Rachel Brosnahan's husband? <laughs> But you know why Dylan Penn was there? Why? Because she's starring in a movie her daddy made. Oh, I literally did not know that. Some of this I understand. Like, MJ Rodriguez, up and coming, cool. I get it. Fine. Sharon, I get. Who else do I get on this list? That's it. Uh, the Gettys. Sure, they're rich. We love it. Give some money to the charity. You the know? Gettys. I guess the Orlando The Gettys, Bloom. MJ. I guess I understand Orlando and Bella. I guess I understand Orlando and Bella. No one else. The best things to happen out of Cannes this year were... Uh, the Matt Damon Amanda Knox movie premiered. Uh, Jessica Chastain just showed up, and Spike Lee accidentally said the winner early. Like, right. love that American exceptionalism. Right. Spike Lee goes to France, and he's like, "The winner is this. Goodbye. Oops, I made a mistake. Like, that's <laughs> iconic to me. <laughs> that's great. Whoops, bye." And then another party that I actually think this party was well, it was better attended than the Amphar Gala. Which I'd was rather go to this party. Jeannie Mai hosted a, a brand launch with something called Owls Brew Boozy Tea. This had a real turnout. So you guys know how much I love tea, right? I recently became the co-owner of a drink that I am obsessed with. It's the best tasting beverage I've ever tried that incorporates tea and some yummy alcohol. I've always thought of tea as something more calming and you drink in a teacup and it's gotta be more of a sober drink. I've never, ever, ever tried anything that tasted this authentic. This party, if you gave me, if you put two tickets in front of me and said on the right hand if you were like uh, you know Lawrence Fishburne holding out two tickets and saying if you take the red ticket you're going to go to Cannes to the Amphar Gala hosted by Nina Dobrev and Julianne Huff. If you take the blue ticket you're going to go to Jeannie Mai's house and have drinks with Laverne Cox and an owl. <laughs> 
pick one. I'd be like, get take me to that owl, please. Take me to the owl. There was a live owl there. And everybody kept posing with the owl. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Truly. This party looks like it was so much fun. I know COVID isn't over, but is there no is there no COVID is over more thing than the owl at the party? <laughs> we just got parties back. You're telling me now we're bringing an owl handler, you know? Not a single mask and no fewer than one owl. I'm just dying at this <laughs> caption in the Daily Mail. There she is. Laverne Cox puts on an eye-catching display while spending time at the Genie Mai X Owls Brew Boozy Tea Party in West Hollywood on Friday. Love, there she is. There she is. This one, fabulous friends. The performer was also seen spending time with Mai and Jordan Sparks during the function because those were the three biggest names at this party. <gasps> Laverne Cox, Jordan Sparks, and Jeannie Mai. Oh my That's God, you're forgetting the owl. You're forgetting the owl. I mean, look who else is here. Jenna Johnson and Valentin Shmerkovsky. They were there. Who cares? I'm avoiding them. What I find interesting is that Jordan Sparks was there for an owl. Jeannie Mai X Owl's Brew boozy tea launch whenever we all know that she only drinks red sangria who else is there bobby burke and his husband uh pierre boo and someone named nikki okay tiktok people more people I've never heard of, but this owl is the absolute queen of this ball look at this owl it's a beautiful owl true I love owls. A true who's who <laughs> a true who's who. Speaking of morning shows, because Jeannie Mai has a morning show, you know who else has a morning show? Jerry O'Connell. Hey, here he is! The newest member of the talk, Jerry O'Connell! I made this joke and I'll make it again. This guy, Jerry O'Connell, he is the Lucy Hale of like talk show hosting. It's like they keep giving this guy opportunities and he keeps fucking them up. He's been wanting to host a talk show for centuries, it feels like. And finally, with Sharon Osbourne's demise, he's like he's like filling it. He's like that's she's he's a new Sharon. No, I know. This is he he's always hitching his wagon to like complete flops. And this is the best thing he's hitched his wagon to ever because it's this existing thing. And he's not I thought when I saw this that he was uh gonna be temporary. But this is they Cheryl Underwood makes it clear no, he's, this is he's, permanent. No, he it's is not full time. There's no trial period. This isn't um this isn't Kelly and Brian or whatever. This is a real replacement. This is real. Sharon Osbourne, actually, this does make me happy. Sharon Osbourne has to turn on the TV and see this this clown replacing her. How many remotes is she going to break in that house whenever she watches this? Like, she's going to break every remote. They're going to buy her new ones. She's going to break there's those. Like a, there's like a hole in the backyard that's just full of, like, broken remotes. <laughs> it's awful. I mean, but, like, she is so terrible. This is great. But, like, what I think is um, kind of going to be the most intriguing thing to watch out of this is that this is i think the first of the american like women gabbing to talk have a shows man that has fully put on a man on yeah and 
if you'll and not even a gay man, Megan, just a straight fucking <laughs> not even a, a straight not even, white and man. not to be whatever, a but not even a gay man. man. Like I'm sorry, we're we're putting a man on daytime TV on a women panel, not to be gender whatever, but and it's a straight man. I'm sorry, that's offensive. I'm offended. I I find this whole thing so strange, but I think the 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 reverberations from this are going to be interesting because who just left the View? Megan McCain. I think that they're gonna one up. I think they're they're gonna try to one up the talk and and hire either a man, yeah, or a non-binary person. Like I think they're gonna be like, well, if you hired mm. a, someone who was no woman, we're gonna hire the someone. The view who is was kind no of woman. more old school though than than the the talk. I mean, they could replace the view could replace Megan McCain with that owl from the Owls Brew Party, and it would be better than that. So <laughs> you know who they should bring on. You know who yeah. they should bring in. We were just talking about him, Karamo. Oh, they could. Yeah. Karamo would be great. Yeah. They're like, well, we're going to replace, we're going to replace you with a gay man. Right. I think that that's That's great. what I'm saying. Like, I'm sorry, Jerry Connell. I know you like watching Bravo, but I just, it still does not make it okay for you <laughs> to be on date. And I know TV. you like talking. Oh boy. He also is just, he. He also doesn't really like, rep- not that we need a, not that we need a Sharon Osbourne replacement, like to a T because obviously she was an issue, but like. It, he doesn't really replace that sensibility, the like older generation sensibility that oh. she, the moderator sensibility that she had or like what she was supposed to have, you know? Also, side note, the show Scandal isn't even close to being over. You saw the like leaked tapes of Jerry's new co-host, Elaine. Uh, Elaine, yeah. Backstage talking to Sharon right after this all went down with Jack Osborne there too. And I think Jack Osborne or somebody taping the conversation and leaking it. It sounded like later. Jack Osborne. Do you it think sounds that they, like Jack Osborne taped it? Do you think that they leaked that just in time for this announcement? Because you were like, why'd they leak this so much later than when it happened? Because it took so long. Because clearly someone had that tape from day one. Sure, but clearly they leaked it because this Jerry O'Connell news was coming. It was around the corner. Yeah. Her replacement was well, about to be mentioned. Uh, w- we're being we're being vague. What happened was last week, the Daily Mail published audio. I think the audio was was originally published by the Daily Mail that they like acquired, and they called it a hot mic. Like Sharon had her mic on, but that's not what it sounds like. It sounded like it sounded like to me. These I'm sorry, these turned their women are on. on I'm sorry, memos. but these people are on TV every single day. They're not going to leave a hot mic on. It's somebody's phone in a bag that is turned on, and mm-hmm. the only person who is new in this conversation is Jack Osborne, who is somehow yeah. like in the room with them. Clearly, because it's like his mom is. And he was there and da-da-da. And the point of this leak is to undermine Elaine, who was still on the show, yeah. to say, oh, it wasn't just Sharon. It was also Elaine who agreed with her and said it was okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And it's so fucked up the way that this happened. Blah, 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 We're blah. like, Elaine, Elaine went on Twitter and, you know, uh, excoriated Sharon Osbourne for what she said, well, where behind the scenes yeah. she was compassionate. Okay. Right. Which really was the most ineffective gotcha to me it's like okay so you were trying to like calm this woman down backstage both of those things can be true she could think that what sharon osborne said was despicable and she could also be like hey we're co-workers like relax it's gonna be fine like i don't know i'm not surprised that she was one way to sharon but in in the dressing room in one way also the point irrelevant of what of what happened and what was said this was so clearly leaked to undermine Mm -hmm. elaine who is still on the show and therefore undermining the show and saying without me the show is a mess they're all hypocrites these hosts are liars they're all inauthentic so is this new guy jerry o'connell which is being announced like as i'm doing this the whole thing Mm -hmm. is like 
Very interesting, a little shady. Elaine had to release a statement, which I didn't see until now. She said, I thought we had closed the painful public chapter of the controversy related to the March 10th show. Today, however, I learned that my private comments made moments after the incident from a place of compassion right. to a then colleague without were recorded without my consent or knowledge and shared with the media. Right. Moving on. Oh, three cancellations. Number one cancellation. Addison Ray was, quote, canceled for meeting ex-President Trump at a UFC event. That's a page First six of all, in are we shocked headline. that the TikTok dancer who stole all the black creators' dances and became famous went up to Trump at a UFC event and said, nice to meet you. I'm Addison Ray." If you're shocked by that I'm not. turn of events, then you have not been paying attention, which mm-hmm. unfortunately I have been. Okay, who else was canceled? So that cancellation is New York Post's uh, yeah. language, not mine. Yeah. Then this cancellation, I'm exaggerating. I saw this headline, Lily Reinhardt's slams tiktoker who claims she has a no eye contact rule on set which i'm interpreting as a tiktok user tried to cancel lily reinhardt on tiktok and she came back and said how dare you try to cancel me someone said someone said that on the riverdale set she has a no eye contact rule where you're not allowed to look at her and she said that's a lie okay um she said you all know by now that i have to stand up for myself when i see shit like that can't stand it so she said, none of that is true. The okay. viral TikTok okay, is so not Lizzie, true. Okay, so Lily Reinhardt isn't canceled. Is not canceled. Iggy Azalea is canceling herself. Oh, no. She, she, she said that her next album is going to be her last for a while. She said, end of an era is so special to me. That's the name of the album, end of an era. Because after I drop my album next month, I'm going to take a few years, years, years to focus on other creative projects and things I feel passionate and inspired by beyond music. I'm excited for you guys to see different sides of me in the future. Not to be rude, but Rihanna's been uh, off music for seven million years now. It's been a decade or or whatever. Like Iggy, I still think of her as a musician. Iggy can take three years. She can take five years. It's fine, you it's know? Fine. And to talk about the fourth cancellation, we're going to have to play the Rita song. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita was canceled. <laughs> For not selling enough tickets to her show. She wasn't canceled. The show was canceled. She wasn't canceled. The show was canceled. We're using cancellation very, very lightly as uh, most people Jokingly tend to as do. it should be used, yes. Anyways, a canceled festival featuring Rita Ora lost Derby and Burton NHS Trust 360,000 pounds. Pounds, yeah. Didn't sell tickets, didn't sell tickets. But you know what is selling tickets? What? Rita Ora's trailer for her... Uh, appearance as a judge on The Voice Australia, which is starting soon. I guess it's not selling tickets. That was a bad transition. But That was a bad transition. That was like a me transition. But Rita Ora is successful in that her show is coming out. The Voice Australia, are you going to watch? Don't ask me The Voice Australia. Yeah. Are you going to watch The Voice Australia? I mean... I might watch like episode one. I want to watch her judging. Yeah. I want to watch The Blinds. I love The Blinds. Like, I want to see Rita Ora turn her chair around. Rita also, Rita also released a new music video for her song, that song that we don't love, with Sigala. And it involves, like, um, synchronized swimmers. It's okay. It's not. It didn't make the song better. It's fine. It's a boring video. Yeah. I was really kind of surprised by the video. It was very phoned in, that video. Yeah, it wasn't that impressive. And then my favorite thing of the week, which was that 
the mirror last week last week Rita Ora's mom got a headline this week Rita Ora's sister gets a headline and the headline is Rita Ora's sister Elena and rap star Giggs spark romance rumors after hotel Ooh. staycation Elena's dating Giggs Oh, he's a rapper. Okay. Yeah. Gigs. They stayed with their Good pets. Good for Elena. And they're, they might be dating. Elena. Oh. God, Rita Ora's entire family is in the game. It's crazy. Can we also play the video that you were sent from Gogglebox? Well, shout out to friend of the pod, a friend of mine too, Katie Delaney, who sent me this exclusive clip from the UK's hit show Gogglebox, in which like, in case you don't know, we had a version of this that kind of flopped, but it's very popular in the UK. It's where normal people watch and commentate on television. It's very funny. Mm -hmm. Here's one. And then you watch them. This is a, a sort of older couple named June and Leon, and they're in their home in Liverpool watching The X Factor. Oh, we got an hour to the proms, so we'll have to watch The X Factor. There's nothing Go else on, you man. like. That was absolutely stunning. Do you like Aurora? Do you like Rita Aurora? Oh, huge mouth. So June just asked her husband Leon if she likes if he likes Rita Aurora, and Leon said, "No, she has a huge mouth." Well, it could mean it could mean two things. Like her mouth is huge, or she talks a lot. Oh, that's true. Like, Both ways. I mean, either way, it's sort of mean to her. I just love that he goes, "Oh, Rita Ora," and she goes, "Do you like Rita Ora?" And he goes, "No." <laughs> huge mouth. Huge mouth. <laughs> huge mouth. Love it. All right. Okay, we're done. We're done. Thank you for listening to the episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at six one nine Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Who's there? Support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly for bonus episodes and more. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. We love your ratings. We love your reviewings. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing the Rita theme song. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will join us. to be famous. That's the spirit, Daddy.